Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Greetings, comrades. Today, I was thinking about doing a retrospect of the old episodes uh, about the new facts that we have gathered about the stuff said previously. But, but, due to some lucky coincidences, our friends from the KGB Research Institute have provided us with a splendid, brilliant, I would even say, document that I will translate fully here as is. The document is marked as completely secret, and I'll give you some valuable insights. I believe it'll be great, as I have gotten my hands on... Regulations of the USSR KGB on the agency apparatus and trustworthy persons in the USSR State Security Committee. Printed on the 4th of July, 1983. Order number 00140 in Moscow. It's 21 pages long, so this will take the whole episode, but it's well worth it. I will provide comments only when absolutely necessary, such as an explanation of the specific intelligence terms used in this text, and maybe some historical context, but for the absolute majority, I would like this document to speak for itself. So here we go. USSR State Security Committee Chairman Orders of Implementation and Importance. 4th of July, 1983, order number 00140 in Moscow. Regulations of the USSR KGB on the agency apparatus and trustworthy persons in the USSR State Security Committee. The USSR Committee of State Security, being led by the Communist Party and the guidelines of its Central Committee about securing the safety of our country, continuously increases the KGB battle readiness in the struggle against the class enemies and the actions of enemy secret services that increasingly support them in their destructive actions. The caterers of KGB are being reinforced constantly. Consequently, we implement in reality the Leninist principles to work with the aides and supporters from the proletariat. The largest attention in the intelligence and counterintelligence work is being paid to improvements of the agency apparatus. Uh, This shall be explained later in the text what this means, so I won't go into detail here. And to the effective use of said apparatus as a primary means of using it for the chakistic work. The work with the trustworthy persons is also being improved constantly. Also will be explained later in the text. At the same time, the complications of the international situation, the increase of the secret, destructive activities of the enemy, demands more work in the mobilization and battle readiness of the KGB cadre, the use of its operative forces and means to reinforce our resistance to the enemy actions and more focus on the destructive operations on the enemy territory that we perform ourselves. Special attention here, in this complicated state, must be paid to the constant increasing of quality of our personnel, to the work with the agency and the trustworthy people. Or people of trust. Basically, this means people who work with the KGB but are not in the pay of KGB. 
To encourage this, I command 1. For the whole KGB apparatus to implement an action this, following USSR Central Committee and the USSR State Security Committee approved regulations of the USSR KGB on the agency apparatus and trustworthy persons in the USSR State Security Committee document in accordance with these orders. 2. For the USSR State Security Committee Central Apparatus Subdivisions and local KGB cell leaders, Border District Military Command, Border Guard and Permit Control Point Leadership, to introduce all staff in depth to this document and enforce compliance in accordance with the main KGB operations in their work with the agency. 3. For the USSR KGB Operative Technical Committee, together with the interested USSR KGB Central Apparatus Subdivisions, in six months of time, to prepare rules about the order in which the agency and the trustworthy persons are to be used in the operatively technical events and missions. To the USSR KGB Investigation Department, together with the KGB Central Apparatus and their interested subdivisions respectively, in three months of time, to perform the necessary changes and amendments to the regulations about the order in which the KGB Army and Org the inner prison cell workings of the persons who are imprisoned and being are being organized in accordance to these new regulations. I also command to introduce the USSR KGB Central Apparatus subsection, hire and operative staff, the KGB people on the ground, the intelligence service in the USSR KGB Border Guard military staff, and also KGB intelligence and counterintelligence profile education structure professional staff, uh, except the military one, of the special colleges with these orders and the regulations themselves. Chairman of the Committee, V. Chebrikov. Here, the regulations themselves start as, a, as an addendum to this order here. <clears throat> regulations of the USSR KGB on the agency apparatus and trustworthy persons in the USSR State Security Committee. Point 1. General Tasks. 1.1. 1. 1. The Leninist Party has created the state security system to protect the conquests of the Great October Revolution for the interests of the Soviet country and society. The Communist Party of the Soviet Union and the constant leadership and control that is enacted by its Central Committee is an inexhaustible source of strength for the Czechist organs. The KGB organization strictly adheres to the USSR Constitution and the Soviet laws. Not really, but at least on paper. In its workings, there is a strong principle of cooperation with the proletariat, basing it in the support of the masses. The new Soviet man is patriotic. His active living position in the strengthening of the socialistic security of the country is the immeasurable reserve for furthering the combatabilities of the KGB structure and to the furthering of these combatabilities. 1.2 to ensure the security of the Soviet state and society, the KGB uses the whole arsenal of the means available to it, but always have specifically highlighted and will always specifically highlight the importance of the agency as the main means of Czechist operations, which is important and always will be important. The work with the agency is organized in accordance to the Communist Party internal and foreign policy. It is subordinated to the tasks and objectives that the party has assigned to the KGB in any given historical situation. It's relentlessly pursued from both the party and class struggle positions. This demands that the Czech operatives deeply understand and internalize the interests of the Soviet state and society, political, moral and everyday specifics. According to our internal situation, so intense means as using a network of agents could be stopped right now, but as the imperialists don't stop and will never stop their secret and destructive actions against the USSR, the Soviet safety organizations cannot exist without it. 
Furthermore, the importance of agency increases as the aggressive forces of imperialism, foreign intelligence agencies, and forces of other destructive centers have become more and more aggressive. With the help of the agency, the Czechists work offensively, infiltrating the political, economical, and military structures of the imperialistic and antagonistic countries, working in a hostile environment. The agents also participate in other KGB operations like discovering and countering the destructive enemy activities, investigating crimes against the state, and the prophylactic work. Prophylactic work here means uh, prevention of these destructive activities, obviously. 1.3. The basis of the KGB apparatus are Soviet citizens, loyal to communism and their socialistic motherland. In accordance to the specific circumstances in the struggle against the secret destructive activities of the enemy, KGB also recruits agents among foreigners, people without a citizenship, and hostile elements. 1.4. KGB agency apparatus must be highly qualified, but small in numbers, only as large as absolutely necessary for any given task in any given specific sector of operative actions. 1.5. One of the most important prerequisites of the successful work in the agency is adhering to the most strict regiment of conspiracy. 1.6. While doing tasks to ensure the state security, KGB organs actively use the aid of Soviet citizens based on mutual trust. 1.7. Work with the agency and trustworthy persons is being done strictly in accordance to the law about the USSR state security and the normative acts of the said USSR KGB law. 1.8. Work with the agency and trustworthy persons is creative and complicated. It must be based upon deep knowledge about the enemy's various destructive actions, forms, means, and goals, and upon objective analysis and predictions of the operation, of the operative conditions, experience, and the strict adherence to the intelligence and counterintelligence special requirements. So that the higher and operative staff could achieve successful work with the agency and trustworthy persons, it is necessary that they have organizational skills, professional competence, teaching and coaching skills, and the required abilities of, of effective use of the agency and trustworthy persons in the struggle against the hostile elements and the destructive actions of our enemies. Point 2. The main active tasks that should be solved with the help of the agency in the struggle against the intelligence and destructive activities of our enemy are the following. 2.1. Gathering political, economical, scientifically technical and military and other intelligence information. 2.2. The development of intelligence agencies, their residencies and other special services and organizations that act against the Soviet Union. Infiltrating in those structures, the discovery, prevention and counteracting of the enemy, agents, spies, terrorists and saboteurs. This also covers the search and discovery of persons who have committed especially serious crimes and crimes against the state but who are hiding from the law enforcement authorities. Now here I would like to state that a residency is basically a network of agents run by a resident and, de and with development in this document throughout it as, as it's an intelligence term at least it's used both by the GRU and KGB spy and kind of counterintelligence networks the development basically means working up people so that be they became they become agents kind of setting up the situation where an operation can be run you know putting putting eyes and ears everywhere and infiltrating the operation essentially that is the development. When I will mention development in the future, that involves, you know, stuff that you would probably think about as coming from spy movies. That's the boring preparation 
uh, before the operation is run, but that is of utter importance. Now, let us carry on. 2.3. The discovery, control, and development of those persons who have established or have been preparing to establish criminal contacts with the enemy's secret services. This means warning some politically unreliable Soviet citizens about them, taking the path of treason of the motherland. 2.4. Protection of Soviet citizens against the various destructive actions of the enemy forces. 2.5. The protection of defense and military works and objects and state secrets to ensure successful counterintelligence operations. The prevention of such secrets being leaked to the enemy and detailed investigation of the cases where information, documents or special technical means were lost to the enemy. Counteraction against the enemy's technical intelligence. Operative safety assurance for the special transfers and litter does information of the enemy. Uh, technical intelligence basically means uh, those famous U-2 planes and satellites by this point already. And uh, yeah, technical, doc technical, specific, all technical means means like all these hidden cameras and stuff. So if you lose a specific technical means, that means that the enemy agency has discovered your your bugs somewhere, or they have discovered you know some of the like things that you do the counterintelligence with. Two point six, cooperation with the high command and the USSR political organs to ensure the safety and battle readiness of the Soviet armed forces. Uh, this point caused a lot of contention because that was basically GRU's main task. But uh, yeah, these agencies sometimes overlapped because that was a system established by Stalin. When we'll get to it, I'll speak about it more. But as you know, KGB and the army are not in the best of terms. 2.7. The counterintelligence work for the USSR Ministry of Internal Affairs, its structure, and internal army forces. Yeah, KGB ran its own army. Just a reminder from previous episodes. 2.8. The defense of the state economy against the destructive work of hostile elements and the enemy. The prevention of diversions and sabotage. Investigation of extraordinary events in the socio-economical objects. Uh, that would be sabotaging a factory, for example. The discovery of those persons who have intentionally created the preconditions for such extraordinary events and also of those persons who inspire and agitate for anti-Soviet, anti-societal manifestations of various forms, such as uh, spreading out some leaflets and stuff. The fight against smuggling and illegal monetary operations. 2.9. The fight against the foreign anti-Soviet ideological center and organization destructive actions, the prevention and public reveal of such actions, the development of illegal anti-Soviet groups, uh, again, development means infiltrating, preparing them, and stuff like that. The warning against the mass and group anti-social manifestations, emigration, and other negative processes that could appear as a result of ideological sabotage actions enacted by the enemy, hostile elements, or other forces. Hostile elements are people living in the USSR who are not happy with the regime. The neutralization of such processes, the warning against and prevention of the spread of intentionally false information that spreads lies and false accusations about the Soviet state and societal apparatus, the search and arrest of the authors of various anonymous documents, pamphlets, and writings. 2.10. Prevention of acts of terrorism. 2.11. Insurance of operative safety in various public events. 2.12. Insurance of operative safety of the USSR borders. 
2.13, the creation of circumstances for the conspirative implementation and use of operatively technical objects, setting up devices and other special means. 2.14, cooperation to fully and completely investigate especially severe and state crimes and give support to the militia uh, in the investigation of criminal cases. 2.15, insurance of the operational mobilization readiness. And 2.16, in cases of necessity, the participation in the investigation of specially severe cases of corruption, embezzlement, and speculation crimes. Chapter 3, the agency apparatus. 3.1, the agency apparatus of the KGB structure consists of agents, residents, holders of the meeting apartments, and persons not consisting in the state security organ secret staff who also maintain the conspirative apartments. An agent is a Soviet citizen, foreign citizen, or a resident, or a person without a citizenship, that is secretly co collaborating with the KGB operative structures and is doing its assignments in the insurance of the USSR state security. A resident is a Soviet citizen recruited by the KGB upon ideologically political grounds that keeps contact with, an, with agents or trustworthy persons assigned to him. Holder of a meeting apartment is a Soviet citizen recruited upon ideologically political patriotic grounds who is given his apartment for use by the KGB organs to work with the agents and residents at the same time ensuring the necessary conspiracy. Holder of a conspirative apartment that isn't in the secret staff of the KGB structure is a Soviet citizen recruited upon ideologically political grounds that ensures the circumstances for the operative work and the work with agency in locations that are owned and used by state security organs. Okay, so a bit of human language here. Basically, an agent is someone who can be either Soviet or foreign or whatever whom basically you have recruited to do your dirty work. A resident is necessarily a Soviet citizen who runs a bunch of agents and kind of structures their work and reports to the operative staff. Because uh, the, the KGB personnel themselves are always referred to as operational officers or operational staff here. Agents are the people recruited to work with them through various means. Holder of a meeting apartment is pretty self-explanatory, but holder of a conspirative apartment basically means someone who maintains, say, a guest house owned by the KGB, but who doesn't, like, own it or something. So, those are the, the those are basically the four main elements of an agency. 3.2. In every state security structure base of operations, object, district, and region, an agency apparatus is created that can, in any conditions, control the operative situation, influence it in the desired direction, actively fight against spying, ideological diversions, and any other destructive action of our enemy or hostile elements. 3.3. The demand for highly qualified but small in number agency apparatus is ensured by recruiting perspective, motivated agents who are able to perform the tasks assigned to them, working qualitatively with each agent and using their abilities fully, constantly maintaining the stability of the agency apparatus. 3.4. The formation of the agency apparatus is implemented in accordance with the linear object principle, basing it on constant analysis of the operative situation in various stages of the specific checkistic action, knowing the tendencies of the operative situation and the operative objectives at hand. 
Basically, that means you hire only those people whom you need to get certain data according to like your goals stated by the higher-ups. Specific attention is being paid to the preparation of agency positions in the objects and regions where the enemy's destructive actions are most severe. In the, especially, in the especially important places of state and military security, which are holding valuable secrets. The operative worker does the selection process and research about the recruitable candidates in a timely manner and strengthens the agency apparatus according to plan in a professional manner. 3.5 The counterintelligence agents are recruited amongst mainly from Soviet citizens patriots of our country who have a high sense of responsibility about the security of the Soviet state, who, with their personal and professional talents, position at work and other qualities, can successfully fulfill the tasks assigned to them by the KGB organization. They are recruited upon ideologically political grounds, taking into account the principles of voluntarism. At, at least on paper. In case of necessity for the accomplishment of specific operative tasks, it is also allowed to recruit the Communist Party members and candidates. 3.6 Where necessary, agents are being recruited from the persons that have fallen under the influence of anti-Soviet propaganda, who are considering criminal acts, who have been sentenced for anti-Soviet actions in the past, mostly from nationalistic, religious and sectantic and other hostile elements. When recruiting them, compromising materials and their material or other personal interests can be used. It's allowed to recruit persons who have committed crimes against the state or other criminal acts. Being recruited does not remove the criminal liability from the person. In special cases, where guilt-mitigating circumstances exist, decisions can be made about removing the criminal liability from the person in accordance with the law. KGB structures can recruit persons who are serving their, their terms in the prisons and other punishment objects of the internal ministry according to the USSR KGB specified regulations. The persons selected from the above mentioned categories during the process of recruitment and work with them must be politically and virtuously re-educated. 3.7 Agents from the foreign citizen and non-citizen circles are recruited and used to discover and prevent the plans of the foreign secret services hostile to the Soviet Union to prevent their attempts to destroy Soviet politically economical grounds and the ability of the USSR to defend itself. This includes ideological sabotage. For cooperation with the KGB, mainly persons who are loyal to the Soviet Union are being recruited. When recruiting and working with agents from the circles of foreign citizens and non-citizens, their class position must be paid attention to constantly. Same attention must be paid to their worldview and their nationally psychological specifics. When recruiting such persons, both material and other personal interests can be used, and also any compromising materials about these, these people. 3.8 An important task for the operative staff is everyday purposeful search of persons among whom valuable and especially valuable agents could be recruited and prepared through active work, teaching and training process. The following persons fall under this agent category. From Soviet citizens, persons who are effectively participating in the discovery and prevention of especially severe crimes against the state that reveal of the enemy's agencies and emissaries 
who acquire information about the enemy secret services and the plans and efforts of the foreign anti-Soviet centers, who actively participate in the compromising and disorganization of hostile formations, and who also acquire information that has a serious importance of securing the safe conservation of state and military secrets, improving the Soviet military capabilities, defense of the state, and strengthening the defense of the USSR borders. Among foreign citizens and non-citizens, these are political workers, people working in higher administrative positions, diplomats from USA, German Federative Republic, United Kingdom, France, Japan, Canada, Israel, and other capitalistic and hostile countries, people in the leading positions of international organizations and other foreign citizens who can provide documental or other information about their government's internal and foreign policy the main enemy and other hostile countries, about their plans concerning the USSR, Socialist International, and also those who can influence the policies of these countries. Also, the members of intelligence and counterintelligence secret services, both cater and their agents, people in leading military positions in both capitalistic and developing countries, and other persons who can acquire truthful information about the enemy's secret service plans, intentions, and concrete actions. USA military economical potential, their military political bloc, ally, and other hostile country operative and mobilizational plans, and any other important information that falls under the operative and military subjects. Also, scientists, specialists, and cryptology experts of both the capitalistic and developing countries who can give documental and other data about the capitalist country, scientifically technical potential, military achievements, and newest armaments, important scientific issues and developments, or some other important scientifically th technical information. Also, recognizable capitalist country industrialists, finance experts, and businessmen who have influenced their government's policies in a way that benefits the Soviet Union. And finally, emigre, Zionist, nationalist, clerical, and other anti-Soviet organizational leaders, functionaries, and authorities, and their emissaries who actively cooperate with the KGB organization. Placing agents in the valuable or especially valuable category depends on the information that they have acquired and the perspectives of using that information in, respectively, 2nd and 3rd Central, 4th, 5th, and 6th Department, <coughs> Department Chief, USSR KGB Border Guard Army Central Committee confirmed motivated conclusions after the United Republic's and Russian Autonomy's chairman recommendations, after the USSR Regional KGB Central Border Guard Army Regional Commander recommendations, USSR KGB Special Department and USSR KGB Army Group District Fleet Central Subordination Union Special Chapter Commander recommendations. Okay, uh, that was a that was a word salad, but they just used so many abbreviations. The confirmed conclusion about the agent is added to their personal case. 3.9. Recruitment of an agent, as a rule, is only allowed after a multifaceted and total research and confirmation, acquisition of full data about his trustworthiness, personal characteristics, and real possibilities that are necessary to successfully complete the tasks assigned by the KGB organization. The conclusions about the candidate's conformity with the secret cooperation of the KGB organs must be based about real, convincing data. For this goal, official sources are used, including operative databases, agencies, and trustworthy persons, outer surveillance, operative directions, KGB organ informational search systems, and in case of necessity, also other operative and operatively technical means are used. 
In all cases, the possible obstacles that could impede the selected person's work with the KGB must be discovered, such as mental and physical illnesses, low levels of morale, introvertedness, talkativeness, cowardice, various prejudices such as racism, and so forth. The following groups should be vetted especially carefully. Foreign citizens, non-citizens, Soviet citizens who live abroad, hostile elements, and persons that are to be used in extra-difficult counterintelligence operations such as infiltrating enemy secret services, hostile ideological centers and organizations, developing foreign intelligence and hostile groups, and other operative accounting objects. 3.10. To research the candidate for recruitment among the Soviet citizens when doing specific operations and to get objective personal characteristic data, a personal operative contact can be made. To create a personal operative contact, a valid reason and basis must be found. Measures are being taken to ensure that the candidate wouldn't know about the contact with the operative. The assignments for the candidate must be left to the competency of the state security organs. They must be placed in accordance with the candidate's capabilities. They must further a more thorough research of the candidate's personal qualities. It is not acceptable for the KGB structures to reveal the object of their interest to the candidate. The length of the personal operational contact is determined differentially depending on the character of the candidate, the believability of the previously gathered information about him, the goal of the recruiting, the nature and the character to the operational objective for which the agent is planned to be assigned to. 3.11 The recruitment of agents happens both gradually getting the person involved in the KGB's assignments and giving a recruiting offer directly. The recruitment of an agent can be enforced both with a written document when receiving operative information and with a signed receipt for receiving money or other rewards. After recruiting, to ensure conspiracy, an agent must choose a pseudonym for himself. To serve as residents, mostly recruited are Communist Party members who, according to their political, moral, professional and other qualities and possibilities can ensure a successful management over a group of agents or trustworthy persons, and can effectively use them in counterintelligence assignments. When researching the candidates for the status of a resident, main guidelines are that the candidate must be loyal to the Soviet state and the Communist Party, must be politically educated, must possess strong willpower and the ability to convince others and leave the necessary impact on them. Important characteristics are politeness, kindness, good attitude towards people, the ability to reach a deep mutual understanding with people. And, uh, sorry, sorry, quality control, this is where nice men from the KGB come from. Like, they are actually nice, sometimes. In case of necessity, with the candidate, a personal operative contact can be established. The recruitment of a resident happens strictly observing the voluntarism principle. The recruitment is reinforced with a signature about a hidden, voluntary cooperation with the KGB organization. And here they are uh, they are not lying about the voluntary principle, because to be a resident in the control agency work means that you basically manage the work of multiple agents, so you have to really want to work there. Like, you can you can enforce an agent to do your bidding, but it won't be as effective anyways as just really convincing him to do it but residents are actually completely voluntary. Well, to a certain degree, he might be voluntary to, you know, get his family out of prison or something, but he has to willingly work with this. 
Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. 3.13. Conspirative and meeting apartment holders are recruited from the Soviet citizen pool who are trustworthy both politically and morally with families with small number of people who voluntarily and willingly agree to provide help to the state security organs. The fact that their apartments are being used by the KGB must be kept hidden, and actions promoting the safety of the conspiracy must be taken. 3.14. The reserve candidate recruitment in the agency apparatus formation for a special period happens in a planned order, among those not serving in the military, and from those persons who, in case of war, would be in reserves due to their working position. In the military counterintelligence organs, mainly from the military service member circles, non-commissioned officers and the like, and also to those enlisted for active military service. The research of the candidates happens systematically in a special period, in case of necessity, forming a personal operative contact to study and check specific assignments while they are being informed. 3.15 Full Soviet Union Communist Party members and all Union Leninist Communist Youth Union members, who are in the committees of those organizations, the secretaries of the prime organization bureaus of those organizations, Soviet Union Armed Forces Political Organ Servicemen, Higher Council and People's Council members of the United and Autonomous Republics, who serve in important or technical positions, Trade Union, Court and Prosecution Bureau administrative workers cannot be used as agents, residents or conspirative or meeting apartment holders. Part 4. Work with the agency. Now we're getting to the interesting part. <clears throat> 4.1. The direct work organizer with the agency in a certain sector of activity of Cheka is an operational officer. He is personally responsible for the agency's placement, upbringing, training, usage and testing according to the rules of the operational situation and given tasks. Operational officer has to know the personal and business characteristics of every agent that communicates with him. He has to see his capability in the given moment and situation, and has to analyze future prospects. He constantly has to take care about their growth, has to make sure that the agency works well in any circumstances, especially in complicated and extreme situations. He has to create the necessary circumstances for the agency's further use if the given task has been fulfilled according to the goals of recruitment by transferring agents to different work offices or under other operational subunits, etc. Maximal and effective usage of operational opportunities is the warranty of the agency's work stability, the way how to solve tasks that apply to the competence of the KGB structure with the agency's forces. 4.2. Operational officers' direct superiors have to take responsibility for their subordinates' work with the agency. They have to regularly participate in the recruited candidate research and agent recruitment. It especially applies to candidates from foreign countries or from the hostile element cultures. 
They have to know the agent that the subordinates are connected to, their operative opportunities, and have to regularly help in preparations for the conspirational meetings and help to estimate the agent's filed materials and make the necessary decisions to constantly control the subordinates' work with the agency and make regular control meetings with the agency. 4.3. The High Command leads and controls the process of the subordinate bodies and subunits agencies, gives effective help in their work, firstly, paying their attention to a very valuable agency or to a situation in the urgent and most difficult stations. With their personal examples, the leading commanders teach the subordinates to work with agents, nurture the love of work in them, recruit and communicate with the agents themselves. 4.4. The leading and operational staff constantly analyze how is the work with the agents going. They compare the results with the goals and tasks that the KGB structure has to deal with in specific situations. They have to develop and realize the necessary events for further perfection of the agency's apparatus, for increase in the effectiveness of the use of agents, specializing by the directions, regions, and lines of work. 4.5. A special meaning in the work with the agents is paid to the constant interaction of the structure and various substructures, the coordination of the use of agents manoeuvring while doing counter-espionage tasks. If necessary, the agent can be given to a different operational officer or operational subunit where its use would give better results. Experienced tested agent transferring temporarily from one structure or substructure to another is also practiced. 4.6 in operationally justified cases, with the permission of the directors that have been given the rights to sanction the recruitment, the use of paired agents is allowed. While realizing operational games, uh, that is when they catch someone who is a double agent, or other active operations against the enemy's special service, it is allowed to create agency groups, mutually deciphering the agents. The agency groups are made after coordination between the USSR KGB permanent and conformable main board leaders and USSR KGB chairman or his deputy's sanctions. The ciphering of the agents and their participation in these events happen with their consent. Uh, the ciphering here means that one agency is told about the other agency and vice versa so that they can work together. 4.7 the base form of the operational officer's work with the agents is a personal conspirational meeting. During these meetings, there is a briefing, education, and training. The success of the meetings is guaranteed by operational officer's beforehand comprehensive preparation work, his ability during the meeting to make a formal atmosphere to stimulate agents' interest in the discussable questions. When meeting, the operational officer of the agent accounts the agent about how he has fulfilled the given tasks. The agent's given information is also discussed. The circumstances of the information's acquisition or reasons why the task was not fulfilled are found out. The agent taking part in a new task is developed, educated about certain means and methods of performing this concrete task. The agent's behavior is analyzed. The tasks given to agents have to be certain, determined, and real, considering the agent's operational skills, experience, and trustworthiness. So the agent could master the given difficult and responsible tasks better, some written assignments can be, can be developed for him. Qualitative assignment of the tasks for any given agency is one of the most important prerequisites for purposeful and active use of said agency. Operational officer gives help to the agent during the performance of the task and constantly controls its actions. 4.8. The information gained from the agent about the performance of this KGB task, any news 
and he obtained information from the agent's own initiative that he wants to share with, as a rule, is made in written form as the agency's report. The agency's report has to contain answers to the questions asked and information gathered in the task. There has to be an indication of the circumstances that are related with the performance of the task and the necessary information acquisition, outlined facts and phenomena that earn the KGB attention. Agency's report is a document on whose base decisions are made that affect other people's interests. So, the agents have to explain the facts precisely and very objectively. They have to understand their political and moral responsibility for every incoming signal. In some exceptions, the operational officer or resident can make the information obtained from the agent to be used as a reference, or he can use an audio record that is later formed as a reference. It is forbidden to accept written reports about people that have to be considered in connection with going on foreign trips, that need to receive a permission to access secret and especially important works, that are recruited in the USSR KGB Border Guard Army or in the USSR Armed Forces Special Regime parts, formed in the work in the KGB structures and also about Soviet citizens that are candidates for recruitment if the agents have positively described them. In these cases, the information is formed by the operational officer just as a reference. The agency reports are looked at and considered and thoroughly examined by the operational officer and his direct superior. And, depending on the importance, the reports are then given to a higher KGB structure commanders who analyze them further. Obviously, any literal statements by the agent of defamatory fiction about the Communist Party and the leaders of the Soviet government is not allowed. 4.9 the meetings with the agents have to be organized regularly, strictly ensuring safety under any difficult circumstances. The regularity of the meetings is determined from the operational needs, the characteristics of the task ahead, the time needed to do the task, and the necessity to train the agent for the said task. The meeting with the agents is always planned at a time that is convenient for the agent, mostly during the free time or out of work or duty. The meetings are planned beforehand. The operational officer reports directly to his superior about the place, time, and the topic of meeting. Operational officer makes a list of the agents in a notebook by their pseudonyms and does the necessary records about the planned discussions and the results. The techniques of, ag of how agents and operational officers suddenly meet when such meetings are necessary are processed and then the opposite is developed, giving operational officers and agents unplanned meeting opportunities in case a need for them would arise. 4.10. In cases when the operational officer, for some reason, cannot ensure regular personal and conspirational connections with the agents, residencies are made. Residencies are made from trustworthy agents with experience in working with the KGB structure. The agent is given to the resident after a mutual agreement. Residents, as a rule, don't, don't receive from the operational officers those agents that are under their direct control and also that category of agents that are exposed to the ideal re-education opportunities. The agent transfer to the resident is done by the operational officer, personally depending on the permission of his direct superior. Operational officer constantly takes care of the increase of the resident's political vigilance, explains to the resident the political and operational meaning of the agency's work, the tasks that he has to do with the transferred agent's help, implanting in the resident the necessary skills in the work with agents. He trains him within the necessary limits of the operation in counterintelligence operational methods and instructs him on how to better educate and train his agents. He helps with leading the specific agents, periodically meets with them himself, and controls the resident's work. 
4.11. The meetings with the agents usually happen in the conspirational and meeting apartments or at meeting points. For every meeting and conspiracy apartment, a specific cover-up legend is made. An appropriate legend has to be made for every operational officer, every agent and every resident that visits the meeting or conspirational apartment. There are systematic checks on the chances of this apartment being discovered by the enemy. And if necessary, sometimes uh, the the probability of correcting the legend must be assigned. The work in the meetings or conspiratorial apartments is cancelled or stopped for a time if there is a threat of being deciphered or uh, if there is a chance of any of the attending agents of getting deciphered. No less than once every two years, and also in the cases when the meeting and conspiratorial apartment or the meeting point goes to the disposal of a different officer, a report is written about the few further usage opportunities. 4.12 The agent's personal characteristics that are necessary for the cooperation with the KGB structures are improved and formed with political, legal, and ethical help. Psychological training for secret work, the training of the necessary techniques to fulfill the state security agency's assigned tasks. The agent training and education takes place constantly, with an individual approach to each agent. The agent's political stance, general education, and cultural level, experience and skills, worldview peculiarities, character, the given task level of difficulty, are taken in consideration. A high political vigilance, hatred against the enemy, deep understanding that the KGB bodies are working for the state and the Soviet nation's interests following the party's directions are implanted. In the work of the agent upbringing, their morally political preparedness is paramount, as in the base of any of the KGB structures given tasks to the agents is the Marxist-Leninist teachings, communist ideology and the communist party instructions. In the educational and training process, an agent's ability to see and discover facts and incidents that raises interest in the state security service is developed. They are taught to analyze the the essence of the events, to give an objective evaluation. Skills of creating and strengthening contacts with the persons that have caused interest in the state security organs, leaving the correct influence of them, are also developed. Regardless of the basis of recruiting, agents must have honesty. They must be faithful to the commitments given to them by state security services. Preventively, any tries by the agent to use his ties to the KGB in egoistical or even criminal interests, such as inciting people to commit criminal acts, must be stopped. The education and training of the agents happens while taking into account the perspectives of their use, completely focusing it to the successful completion of the tasks that have been assigned to them. The deciding factor in the training and teaching of the agents is the work and its results, practical completion of the operative assignments given by the KGB. 4.13. In the work with agents, the focus is put on principle, just demands. At the same time, feeling of tact, goodwill, and respect towards the person must be maintained. The operative officer must constantly remember and take into account that upon the agent's shoulders lies extra responsibility and weight. Often complicated, delicate, and sometimes even dangerous tasks are assigned to them, for the completion of which the agent must not only be trained and educated, but also must be sometimes purely humanly inspired. Agents' mistakes must be tactically fixed. It's important not to allow the agent to break psychologically, and it's important not to allow for him to hide some resentment. Mutual relationships with the agent must be built in such a way that he would come to the meeting to not only account about the task that has been assigned to him, but that he would also share the most important things from his personal and family life. He would want to receive from the operative officer not only a good advice, but also a friendly support, and in case of need, real help. 
Each agent must be treated very individually, taking into account the age, service, and societal status, character, length of cooperation of the KGB structures. Especially tactful must be any relationships with the female agents, always taking into account the psychophysiological and other specific womenly traits. If there are any difficulties in dealing with the agent, the operative officer must report about them to his direct superior immediately. Now aren't these nice guys really? 4.14 The main prerequisite for a successful use of the agency in the fight against destructive actions of the enemy and hostile elements is the adherence to the most strict principles of conspiracy. Conspiracy in the agency work is a necessary professional mark for the checkist, the cares and worries of all the lead operating staff. Conspiracy in the work with agents, residents, and conspiratorial and meeting apartment holders is ensured by educating them in the spirit of political vigilance, teaching them what means to use to keep the cooperation with the KGB structures secret, teaching them the context of the secret work with the rules of conspirative actions while performing assignments, keeping in touch with the operative staff, and how to strictly observe these rules skillfully, using information provided by the operative staff. A special, special attention needs to be paint, paid to the encryption of the agent, introducing them in the development and when taking them out of it, and also during the investigative operations. The amount of information delivered to the agent that reveals some methods of counterintelligence work must strictly be related to the nature of agent's assignment. Data about a specific Soviet citizen that the KGB is interested in can only be given to the agent only after his real direct involvement in checking, developing, or surveilling that said person has been specified. When preparing documents that reveal data about the agents and their work, a strict regiment of secrecy must be adhered to. Data about an agent can only be revealed to another operative officer only in the case of dire necessity and with a permission from a direct superior. 4.15 Constantly and purposefully, work is being done to protect the agency apparatus to prevent infiltration by foreign agents, disinformers, and persons who can't objectively analyze facts and events that are tended towards discrediting the Soviet Union. Constantly, the agent's loyalty is being tested, as is agent's possible usefulness in the future. This task is done primarily with a careful analysis of the agent's work in completing the KGB assignments and tasks, his agency report, actions during meetings, etc., Again, special attention must be paid to the agents that are foreign citizens, non-citizens, or come from hostile circles. In the events when treason is suspected, when there are doubts about the agent's honesty, an in-depth confirmation check is performed, in case of necessity, using operative and operatively technical means available to the KGB. After this research, a conclusion is made, which is then approved by the city or district KGB structure operative director, special division, intelligence division, USSR KGB border guard, distinct chairman, or their deputies. In politically and oper operatively justifiable cases, with the permission and sanction of the USSR KGB, work is being done with double agents in the interest of developing operative games, to disinform the enemy, discredit their special forces, etc. A common rule in these cases is keeping the initiative in KGB structure hands. Any information leaks that could be used against the Soviet state are unacceptable. 4.16 In the agency work, made modus of operation is convincing. The necessity to use other means, which might arise when working with some agents from the foreign citizen, non-citizen, person which are under the influence of a foreign class ideology and hostile element circles, is considered a forced secondary method, whose end goal is to convince and re-educate. 
Any enforcement must be operatively justified. It must be based on real facts, realized within the Soviet law, which defends a person's rights and interests. At least on paper, again. But, yeah, it is always known that an agent who is convinced, so works, uh, works willingly, provides real information in is a way, way less of a risk than an agent that, uh, that is being threatened and just forced into working with the KGB. 4.17. Once every two years, the agent and resident at the station must be performed, which is one of the control forms of the agent's work. This is formed as a characterization record. Characterization is written also in the cases when an agent or resident is given tasks of special importance, when they are transferred to another operative officer or to another operative subdivision or to another KGB structure element if more than a year has passed since the previous attestation. In an agent's characterization, his professional, business, and political qualities are recorded, his attitude with working with the state security agency, operative possibilities, directions of use, results of the given assignments, how much agent knows about the KGB, uh, KGB organ means and methods, specifics of his character, tendencies, perspectives in the work with the agent. In addition to this, for the, for a resident, the report also holds his skill at leading agents, the ability to create new relationships, and the results of work of the agents assigned to them. Them. The characterization is then signed by the operative officer and is approved by his direct superior. Chapter 5. Trustworthy Persons 5.1. Trust relationships are one of the proletariat's support forms of aid to the KGB organs. They are being formed with the honest Soviet citizens, loyal to the motherland, on strict principles of voluntarism, mainly for informative reasons, and to fulfill the KGB operative assignments which do not require special skills or complicated conspirational efforts. The trustworthy person relationships are always created with a specific goal set up. 5.2. In exceptional cases, the trustworthy persons can be also involved in active counterintelligence operations, including leaving the correct impression in the development of the operative situation in the operative accounting cases, etc., with a written permission of the operational leader who has sanctioned these events. Besides that, a relevant preparation and, in case of necessity, additional security check must be prepared for the trustworthy person. The trustworthy persons who are being used for assignments of such character for prolonged periods of time and uh, adhering to conspiracy are recruited as agents. In these and other cases, recruiting of trustworthy persons happens in the preordained order. 5.3 Business, administrative office, organizational, educational facilities, sovkhoz and kolkhoz leaders and commanders of military bases with whom the operative worker has a professional and official relationship shouldn't be chosen as trustworthy persons. 5.4. Work with the trustworthy persons in a specific bureau, district, object or region or line of work is organized by the operative officer. He also determines the necessity of inviting that or the other person for the achievement of a specific task, based on trust relationships. He also performs a thorough background check, according to operative accounting data, and Ministry of State Security and internal ministry data about the citizens. Here it's a short report where the specific reason for the creating of these trust relationships in relation to the current objective is stated, and the short characteristic of the trustworthy person is given. The permission for the creation of such trust relationships is given based upon this report. Trustworthy persons are being educated in the spirit of high political vigilance, while they, while they keep the task given by the KGB organs in secret. The state security organ methods of work and date about operative objects of interest is revealed to them only in cases of dire extraordinary need, strictly in the confines of the current objectives. 
in the work with trustworthy persons and in the mutual relationships with them. The operative, operative officer leads by the same principles which are established in the work with agents. In case of necessity, when selecting and working with trustworthy persons, additional out-of-staff workers and residents can be invited to aid. 5.5. The direct superiors of the operative officer control and give aid to the selection and use of the trustworthy persons. This also includes help and instruction, use of the acquired information, and creating residencies from the trustworthy persons. 5.6. Information from the trustworthy persons is acquired verbally, and it's formed as a report by the operative staff, out-of-staff worker, or a resident. If the information contains news about a specifically severe or other state crime in action or preparation for such crimes, according to which a necessity arises to legalize such information, the trustworthy person then gives a personally written and signed report. Information acquired from trustworthy persons is registered and used just like any other operative information. 5.7. Contacts of the trustworthy persons are kept according to necessity. Depending on the operative situation, given objectives in the specific person, these contacts can be either open or conspirative. In cases of special necessity, when the trustworthy person participates in important checkist operations, meeting with them can be organized in the meeting apartments. Permission to such contacts is given by administrative staff, who have the right to sanction the recruitment of meeting apartment holders. 5.8 Residency from trustworthy persons can be created in army bases and on long-distance seagoing ships for the interests of securing the operative defense of state borders. In special cases, it can also be created in some industrial, transport and logistics companies and higher learning institutions. Residents who work with agents do not get involved in the work with trustworthy persons. The permission to transfer a trustworthy person to a residency from an operative officer is given by the operative's direct superior. 5.9 Before giving off his work district to a new staff member, the operative introduces the new member to all the trustworthy persons available to him. The transfer of trustworthy persons in this and other cases happens only with the permission by the operative's direct superior. 5.10 The accounting of the trustworthy persons is being done in accordance with the litter case list, where the specific data, time goals of forming the trust relationship is recorded. Upon breaking the trustworthy person relationship, necessary records must be amended in a timely manner. Part 6. Rewards and Stimulation 6.1. The stimulation and rewarding of agents, residents, conspirative and meeting apartment holders and trustworthy persons for a fruitful cooperation, successful accomplishment of the KGB organization tasks can happen in the following forms. It can happen with an official gratitude in the name of the USSR KGB chairman, deputy chairman, or the collegium. With an official gratitude, with an order, or verbally in the name of Central Bureau Command, USSR KGB Permanent Bureau and Department Command, United or Autonomous Republic KGB Committee Chairman or Collegium Command, or District or Regional and other Central Authority Chairman names. With a verbal gratitude from the operative staff member or his direct superior with giving valuable gifts and monetary rewards. Including the necessary conspiracy giving aid in problems of personal character that don't break the law. For special merit of securing state security, agents, residents and trustworthy persons can be recommended to state rewards. Besides, all necessary precautions must be taken so that the fact of their cooperation with the KGB structure is not revealed. Yeah, this point was often used for um, extra stahanovtsi who overdid their plan. Stimulating and rewarding must be deserved and timely. 
The write-outs from documents that reflect stimulating, rewarding, or promoting for state rewards is added to the agents, residents, conspirative or meeting holder cases to their records. But for the trustworthy persons, to their litter cases. 6.2. For, val- for valorous efforts in ensuring the state security, agents and residents, and in cases of their deaths, their families, in accordance to the USSR KGB confirmed conclusions, can receive special pensions, or additions to the pensions that they are, are already receiving from the social services. 6.3. State security leading and operating staff for successful work with the agency and trustworthy persons are being elected for rewards by the according superiors in a specific relevant order. The most successful leadership and operative staff members who have personally participated in the recruiting of valuable and exceptionally valuable agents and have ensured a high resultativity of the agent's work are recommended with orders and medals of the USSR, the honor rewards of the higher council's presidiums, or a special honorable state security worker, a preemptive increase in the following military rank, increasing the rank by one, or by a double promotion to the next military rank after the end of their current service term, or with a monetary reward, or a valuable gift up to 1,000 rubles. Other material and moral stimulation methods can be used too. The recommendations of leadership or operational staff to receive USSR state rewards for a successful agency work and rewarding with the honorary awards of the higher council's presidiums happens in accordance with the USSR KGB chairman orders. After the recommendations of the chairman of the KGB central apparatus, KGB local organs, or KGB border guard army districts. The preparation of materials in such cases and the coordination with the USSR KGB Human Resources Department must be done by the relevant department and USSR KGB permanent department chairman. And yeah, then there's the chapter 7, which is the rights to sanction the recruitment of an agency or its removal from the agency apparatus, the establishment of the personal operative contact, and the establishment of trust relationships. And this basically is a whole chapter, which is the last chapter of this document, which just regulates <laughs> regulates which specific subsection of the KGB is uh, authorized to establish contacts, recruit trustworthy persons, recruit agents, and, and remove them, etc., but yeah, the document ends with agreed by uh, USSR Communist Party Central Committee, approved in the USSR KGB Collegium in the 17th of June, 1983. Completely secret. But yeah, here we in this document could learn about the attitudes of the KGB towards their work, towards their uh, recruited agents. Uh, I don't know, uh, recruit is the closest approximation to the Russian word verbovac, or Latvian vervet, which is uh, specifically used for hiring people in the secret services. Now, I did my thesaurus search on anything of that sort, but recruit is the closest term I could find, even though recruit basically means in an army, while this vervet... Uh, is specifically for secret services here, so has a different weird word in it. In general, it's a very interesting document, and it reveals that their modus operandi was very close to the GRU, albeit with some differences. Uh, for example, uh, they, the GRU members, for example, the military intelligence, they do not allow anyone who has previously been involved with the KGB to uh, get involved in their military intelligence operations. However, however, interestingly enough, the head chiefs, the head commanders of the KGB always came from the army, 
and the chiefs of the GRU, the military intelligence, they always came from serving in the in the KGB, so that there could be um, kind of no revolt and no overthrow of the power of the Communist Party and the Soviet government in general. I know this episode has been a bit dry, but it kind of reveals the insides of the system, which I wanted to show you. But I hope you enjoy this. And our next episode is going to be much more chill, or I'll just go insane, with uh, a talk with Daniel Doty from uh, Lesser Bonaparte's fame, when he when he used to be there. Uh, we are going to talk about Cossacks and uh, weird things related to them and their history. Anyway, hope you like this episode. Leave what you think about this whole weird document in the comments section. Thank you to all the patrons. You can become our patron in patreon.com slash the eastern border in one word. Follow us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. Uh, keep in touch. Send us emails. We will also send out the souvenirs of the book parties coming and everything like that. Thank you and do svidaniya, tovarishi. Thank you for listening to The Eastern Border. If you have any comments or specific details you'd like to know, you're welcome to leave it in the comment section on our site, theeasternborder.lv, and we'll rummage even to the western border to find you an answer. Like this podcast? Subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, or on our RSS feed. Happiness is mandatory. Good reviews and donations feed the farmers of our kolkhoz in the great motherland. The Eastern Border salutes you. This podcast is part of the Dark Myths Collective. Visit darkmyths.org for more shows like this one. The darkness awaits. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free. Or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.